Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. Hi, welcome to Muppet Fans Talking. I'm Maria. And I'm Sprout. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hi, I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, I hope it's not rainy. Yeah, unless you really like rain. Like me. Yeah, and also like me. So maybe we do wish for rain for everyone. No, I wish it was here. But I'm going to steal the rain. (laughs) That's going to be in the description of this episode. Sprout (laughs) steals all the rain. Good. That's my goal. I'm going to... No, I'm going to write that down to remember it for <laughs> whenever I write the description. Sprout deals rain. There we go. I want to be the, you know, the song King of Pain by uh, the police. Yeah. I'm going to be King of Rain. <laughs> dumb. It's a dumb joke. It's a dumb, <laughs> stupid joke. And I love it. Thank you, Sprout. Thank you for contributing to this podcast. Um, It's been real. I'm I'm glad that this podcast, I'll see you next week. Okay. um, I just want to thank at Fireparrot93. Okay. Uh, Should we get to the top of the episode notes? Sure. And I'm doing them. Ha. Yay. So our first note is on Friday the 6th last week was Will Lee's birthday, who is best known as playing Mr. Hooper. Mm-hmm. And he would have been 113. Gosh. Yeah. Because he was born in 1908. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. No, sorry, my phone was being weird. Uh, you, you, you go. <laughs> um, the Henson Company announced that Labyrinth will return to theaters for the 35th anniversary. I'm very it'll, excited about that. It'll be playing in select theaters on September 12th, 13th, and 15th. So we do know it's select theaters. It's a Fathom event, so I'm assuming it is. But the yeah. post that the Jim Henson Company posted did not specify okay um if i have to go all if i have to travel seven hours to watch the labyrinth in theaters i want to do it but my my bank account says no (laughs) i feel that in my bones yeah (laughs) um let's see saturday the 7th was cheryl henson's birthday wow super exciting for people Mm -hmm. who don't know she is the current president of the jim henson foundation yeah and of course also jim's jim Henson's daughter (laughs) yeah his actual child yeah and she's also done some puppeteering in the past so fun thing yeah um fun news we got sneak previews for the muppet haunted mansion Muppet Hanimacha. Muppet Hanimacha. One, we got like a quote-unquote poster, but it was a bag. It was just a bag. Yeah, we did. 
But I mean, that will be the poster that's just on the yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary Trick or Treat bags this year. Yeah. I just don't understand why they didn't give us the poster and then the bag. I'm assuming they didn't. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just bad planning. That's the only thing yeah. I can think of. Yeah. Um, but it's a really nice poster. Yeah, and we're not um, and we're not getting the same seven still images that we've been getting since 2010. <laughs> it's I, like some actual stuff. I am a little sad. I kind of wanted Madame Leota to be Doctor Teeth. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because it makes sense for Piggy to be the bride. Yes, but not only that, the room that. Madame Leota's floating heads in has like floating instruments everywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, and if not Dr. Teeth, why not like Janice? She's also part of the band. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so um, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember the ghost's name, but I know the ghost is based on Captain Nemo. So I'm just going to call him Captain Nemo. Um, mm-hmm. in the ballroom scene, Captain Nemo playing the piano. I wanted yeah. that to be Rolf, but I have a That's feeling Ralph. that it's going to be Dr. Teeth now. I don't know. My <clears throat> my only... Uh, then it could just be both of them, and that, and that could be some fun uh, throwing his voice for Bill Beretta. <laughs> I, w- I just want to see them interact, so I'll take it. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> Let them interact. So who's the who's the bride gonna be? I mean, we only have so many uh, female Muppets, and if it's not Piggy, if Piggy's going to be Madame Leota, then it's either gonna be like Janice or Camilla, and Camilla is very funny. I have I love to say, that. I love that she has killed, and she will do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be a case? like um the great moments in history where piggy switches roles halfway through oh yeah i mean she she played all of the witches in the muppets wizard of oz so i feel like she can do whatever she wants it's piggy (laughs) um to go into detail about these pictures one of them is a picture of miss piggy and kermit dressed up as each other for halloween why why listen i'm speaking right in your ear why why would uh two people that used to be a couple that are no longer a couple dress up as each other for halloween <laughs> what now i just want to know like are they are they getting are they getting back together are they not what's going on that's the real question i does also have from- to know I does is have to know. I mean, Kermit <laughs> looks great. He's getting back to his roots in drag, mm-hmm. which I'm always a fan of. Yep. Piggy looks great. I don't know if it's the picture or not, but it looks like they changed her eyes back to how they were before the early uh, 2010s, where they decided to mess up the magic triangle of her eye. <laughs> um, and it's been bugging me for decades. Oh, no. um, so maybe it's just a picture in my imagination, but I want them to change the eye shape back. I I really, really love Kermit's fingerless gloves. They're so good. I love that the the glove that's the lavender that she always wore during the Muppet Show. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the dress kind, I mean, it doesn't really, but it kind of mimics the way that her dress in The Great Muppet Caper, um, the song, The First Time It Happens, mm-hmm. that she wore during that one, the, the pink frilly of it all. I haven't seen it, so. We need to watch it. We need to watch <laughs> it together. It's literally one of my favorite Muppet sequels. Please, please watch it with me. You don't have to beg for that, love. About to make a joke, and I stopped myself. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped myself right there. I'm just going to get some water. (laughs) Not me forgetting we were recording for two seconds. I'm very red. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I almost did, and then I saw Craig, and I stopped myself. Keep all of this in. (laughs) Uh, <clears throat> uh, we we also oh my voice is fucked up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Here, I'll, I'll talk. Um, uh-huh. We also got a picture of Gonzo and Pepe in the special, and they yeah. look quite dashing. They they're in some suits. We love a good suit, right? Can you hear my dog? She just started. She wanted to talk and say like, "Yeah, I love them in suits." <laughs> Are you gonna shut up? I'm recording. <laughs> She's just wagging her tail. She's just happy to be here. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I also had another joke that I just stopped myself <laughs> from saying. Anyway. So we have another Jacob Jacobson Disneyland video. <laughs> to the people who haven't watched or haven't listened, excuse me, to the last couple episodes. Sprout accidentally called Eric Jacobson Jacob Jacobson, and I am in love with it. I cannot (laughs) stop saying Jacob Jacobson. Jacob Jacobson lives at Disneyland, and currently he lives as Fozzie Bear at Jungle Cruise. We got another Fozzie, uh, or we got another uh, Jacob Jacobson character (laughs) at Disneyland, and this time it was Fozzie on the Jungle Cruise, and he and a uh, skipper were telling jokes to each other. It was a very good episode. Uh, episode? Was. Commercial. <laughs> it was a commercial. I'm going fucking feral. I can't <laughs> think of words. And I have to lead the episode today. Jeez. Okay. Now you look like me. Yeah. You got me. I'm. My face is so red. Okay. <laughs> mm. Um, no, this video is great. I, it's very fitting for Fozzie to be on Jungle Cruise. Yeah, he just needs a little hat. Give well, I noticed he had hat. a different hat. He had a different hat in the he video. Did? Yeah. That's awesome. I wasn't I was looking at the skipper. She was very pretty. She was very pretty. I'm gay. Sorry. <laughs> it's also she was actually very funny. But maybe yeah. it's just my love of corny jokes. Jo- let me tell you. Every day when I worked at Disney. I just wanted one day to work at Jungle Cruise. Just one. That's all mm-hmm. I needed. Just this one. I mean, I th- there's a reason why it's us, dear. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> More notes. And my last note is on Tuesday, the 10th, it was Alan's birthday. Yeah. Alan. The people don't, don't know. know Alan from Sesame Street. I don't uh, know why I'm blanking on his last name. 
Morocco. It's Alan yeah. Morocco. Yes, he uh, plays Alan on Sesame Street. He is the current owner of Hooper's store. He's also done a lot of directing uh, for Sesame Street these past couple years. Mm-hmm. And he's a great guy. And he deserves a street story. That's all I'm saying. Um, I love the picture that he posted for his birthday where he is small. He is small. I love, okay, if people don't follow his Instagram, you need to. Because not only does he, like, shout out puppeteers constantly, he, he's, like, telling fun stories from mm-hmm. old Sesame Street stuff. And then sometimes there's just pictures of him and his husband just, like, out on a boat. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but that is the end of notes that I have for the week. Wow yeah okay now we did there's no fire (laughs) only a little bit of screaming just a little bit uh i like i said before i'm leading this episode and this episode isn't gonna be like well it's a kind of a specific topic it's more of just i get to tell a fun story that happened to me yes so every everyone strap in make some s'mores pretend we're around a campfire i'm telling you a fun story uh i want to tell you about the center for puppetry arts in atlanta georgia and Mm -hmm. it was created 1978 and well it, it was opened sorry it was opened in 1978 and at the ribbon cutting was a a man and a frog and a man named that man, his name, Jim Henson. Frog, Kermit the Frog. I don't, I've, I've never heard of this person. Uh, me either. I don't know who that man is. No, who neither. is that man? Who is this strange man? Are we recording? <laughs> Sprout, why are we recording? I thought we were just talking. Surprise. Wow. <laughs> this goes up online? Wow. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep this in, I don't care. Um, you don't like my fun joke? Who is this no. man? Who, is this, who do I know this man from? Uh, <laughs> no, you can keep this all in. Um, so yes, Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, Georgia. It is one of the biggest centers, uh, proprietors of the art of puppetry. And in 2015, they remodeled and they opened up a gigantic Jim Henson wing that has literally his entire life and and work in that uh, side of the museum. I think it's the largest collection of Jim Henson stuff in one place, actually. It is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And um, I, uh, I love that place before they remodeled, but when they remodeled, Back when Muppet Mindset was a thing before they merged with Tough Pigs, uh, I was a writer and I was sent uh, to write an article about the grand reopening in 2015 and basically just write everything I see and have it be a virtual tour. I mean, you can go back and read it. It was fun. It was nice. Um, Has my dead name. So like maybe don't. Uh, (laughs) But like, you know, whatever. So I want to start on November 12th because November 12th is a day that I was not there, but a man was there and that man's name was Frank Oz. 
And I was a day from meeting Frank Oz. That is cruel. To this day, I am upset. Yeah. I, uh, uh, donors, people that give donations to the Center uh, for Puppetry Arts, which people should, they need to keep the lights on, Mm -hmm. uh, got to basically come to a little uh, event where Frank Oz was there and just got to talk to him. And I'm so upset. If you could ask Frank Oz anything, what would it be? Oh, I would probably want to go into, like, the minutia of character when it comes to, like, how he creates backstory for character and where that comes from in his brain. And if he could ever want to, like, say he didn't like something about one of his characters that he wanted to change, like, what would that be? Like, if you're like, hey, you don't like this thing about Fozzie, what would you change about him? Mm -hmm. Or... You know, what is very integral to his character that you don't want to change? Just, I like to get into the deep, like, the like the psyche of characters. And, and I feel like he does, too. And so that's mm-hmm. where I want to relate with him. Mm. What about you? I'd ask what his favorite kind of bean is. <laughs> the duality. The duality <laughs> of Muppet fans talking. <laughs> the duality of just our relationship in general. Honestly. I, I feel like he goes on about beans. I feel like he'd enjoy answering a question about beans. I can literally, I can see like we're in an auditorium. We're sitting next to each other. I raise my hand. I ask him a very in-depth question about Miss Piggy. I sit down. You raise your hand. You stand up. Frank, you know, you always talk about uh, being anonymous and being able to buy a can of beans without anyone bothering you. What's your favorite bean? <laughs> I can Look. see it. I can see it in my mind's eye. I can see the the shirt that he al- he always wears like this white button up. He does. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, with his one. glasses. Yeah. yeah, I can see it in my mind's eye. But see, here's the thing. I feel like I I'm just asking the questions everyone's too afraid to ask. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what the people want to know. <laughs> Everyone's terrified of Frank Oz. We love him. We respect him. We're terrified of him. This Sprout, not so much. Sprout's like, nah, I'm going to ask the, the off-the-wall questions that he'll I love. know what the people want, and they want to know his favorite kind of beans. What do you think is his favorite kind of beans? Hmm. A lima? A baked? A green? I'm thinking maybe a pinto. Pinto, okay. Yeah, pinto bean. I'm thinking of like a butter bean. Maybe I miss okay. eating butter beans. I get that. I'm allergic to butter beans. beans. Ooh, I do like black beans. I listen. I ate so many butter beans that I am now allergic to butter beans. I'm so upset. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I would eat mm-hmm. I would eat so many carrots that the rims yeah. of my um, ears would turn orange. I similar story uh, to the people who don't know I was a micro premature baby I was born almost four months early almost died many times um, mm-hmm. and the only thing I would eat for the longest time were carrots and sweet potatoes and because I was so small 
what's supposed to happen is if you eat so many, like the your the tips of your ears and the tips of your tip of your nose will get really orange. But because I was so tiny, my entire body turned orange. Oh, no. And there are pictures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my parents were like, what's wrong with her? What's going on? <laughs> and the doctor's like, she's just eating a lot of orange things. You need to stop. It was like, it's the only thing she'll eat. <laughs> Oh, no. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Right. Beans. Frank Oz. Beans. Frank Oz. Um, so we missed him. Uh, and, and I say we. My, my mother went on this trip with me. We, we missed him by a day, and it upsets me. Um, but oh. then uh, November 13th, because I was press, I got to come early, and I got to uh, tour the, the building before it officially reopened. And basically, that's where all of these notes come from. And I'm showing my notepad that I that a lot wrote. Of notes. That's just page one. Let's see how many pages there are. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14 pages. It's a big exhibit, guys. It's one, it's a big exhibit. Two, I have a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) Like Um, me prepping for an episode. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to spoil anything about the exhibit, but I do want to say all the time they have 45 puppets that are on display. But in general, they have 500 puppets that they uh, constantly uh, cycle through. So the the version that I have that's on uh, the Muppet Mindset website and on my notes is probably definitely not the version that's there now because they change out the puppets constantly. Um, but I still don't want to spoil anything just in case you want to go to the Center for Puppetry Arts. I specifically Sprout. <laughs> yes. yes, I would love to take you there one day. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, I. This happened because uh, one writer for Muppet Mindset, but two, I am close friends with Aretta Baumgartner, who is the educational director for the Center for Puppetry Arts. She she trained me in puppetry. She didn't teach me. I'm very self-taught, but she did train me uh, in 2014 for a few sessions, and it was very fun. Hi, Aretta. You're not listening, but we follow each other on Twitter. which has to be a time. She must be like, what's happening with her? She must have like soft blocked me by now, I feel like. Oh, no. She probably hasn't. Um, but she's the sweetest, loveliest woman alive. And I'm going to say that about a lot of people in this trip. But um, after I got to tour everything, and literally I was writing down every single character I saw, every little detail, because the place is so detailed. Like, everywhere you look, there's, like, references to, like, very obscure stories. It's crazy. Um, But then after that, I got to go out into the lobby, and I'm waiting in line, and from this hallway, just right in my peripheral, I see this big blue tote, like a a tote that you put, you know, stuff in. Just this Like an IKEA bag? No, no, it's not a bag. It's like a like a tote, like a uh, like a oh. plastic tote. 
Oh, yeah, one of those okay. big blue ones. Yep. And I see it's been laid down, and um, someone opens it, and from it they take a little black bag, and the bag is upside down, and they're holding it upside down, and they lift the bag up, and I see Prairie Dawn. Oh. And I need everyone here to know that that wasn't that puppet is not on display. Because the next thing I see is that person take the puppet off of the rod that it was on and give it to Fran Brill. Oh, my God. And then I see Fran Brill and my brain short circuits. (laughs) And I do have written in my notes, Fran Brill, oh, my God, she's a person. Oh, my God. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yes. And so then um, Fran Brill has prayed on, she puts her arm, she looks at her for a little bit and just like moves her hair. It was just like, just checking her out, making sure everything was okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fran and Prairie walk towards me oh. <laughs> and they and they get uh, into this position and Prairie Dawn says, okay, who's my first victim? <laughs> and then she, I raise my hand like, me? And she goes, you're my first victim. <laughs> I'm going to try to do it. I have a bad prairie. Dawn. It's like, okay, who's my first victim? You're my first victim. <laughs> it was like that. Um, and uh, I, I talked to Prairie Dawn that's and so I do insane. remember saying that's insane. And I, um, because I'm autistic, my brain shuts down. So there's a lot of like holes in my memory just in general. Uh, but also like, I can't remember conversations that well but this is one of the trips that I've taken where it this is the best my memory is gonna get um and also that's why I have these notes here to remind me (laughs) um and I took a picture with her (laughs) and um Prairie Dawn said she pointed towards Fran and she says she's got arthritis I have a headache (laughs) (laughs) which is a great joke that is uh, a great joke. That was a great joke. And I, I remember saying to Prairie Dawn something like, um, you're my favorite and, and I, I love you so much. And she said, well, naturally. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I and I, uh, I, yeah. And I talked to Fran for a little bit and also it was like, you're so inspiring and, and you're one of the reasons why I really pushed to be a puppeteer as a woman and she she hugged me i oh, she wow. was like oh that's so sweet and i'm like ah uh, you hugged me <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah so that was november 13th and um talking with fran and prairie dawn and now i want to tell you about november 14th <sighs> crazy so there's uh when you get to the center there is a it's not like a waiting room area but it's like where you get your tickets before you go into the main big area and then you can go into the Jim Henson exhibit mm-hmm. well in that little mini area uh I'm talking with fans and, and different people that are also there for the grand opening and then in my peripheral I see uh Rolly Cruson which nobody mm-hmm. there knew who she was except me <laughs> And I went over to Rolly Cruson. I said, hi, ma'am. My name's Maria. I'm such a huge fan of yours. And she she says something like, 
I don't have fans. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no. I was like, no, I'm your fan. I'm your fan. I love your work. You're a, you're a fantastic puppet designer and builder. I, I love your work. Can I have your autograph? And she said yes, and let me get it out. Ooh. Right there. And nice. yeah. <laughs> and um, then after having some conversation with her and, and talking about like tons of the different characters she uh, designed and, and built, then also out of my periphery, I see Karen Prell. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also nobody there knows who she is except me. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, after this lovely conversation with, uh, <laughs> with Rolly, I excused myself because I was like, I don't want to take up any more of your time. And she was so nice. She like hugged me twice and, and she was Aww. just so sweet. And she was like, I'm not used to, to having someone know my work. And I was like, I do. I know your work. I'm your fan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was so sweet. And then, uh, I go over to... Karen Prell and I'm like I I'm I literally I don't remember what I said but at one point I do I do remember talking about Red and talking about Fraggle Rock and I have her autograph also right here um it says be be inspired Karen Prell um yeah and she uh at one point I mentioned Portal in the Portal games because those are my favorite uh that's my favorite video game franchise and how much I love uh, just everything about Portal. And she said, I've never met someone who loves puppetry and Portal really? <laughs> before. Yeah. And I'm like, it's me. I do. I do. That's me. Hi. That is also me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's like, either people know me uh, from Fraggle Rock or they know me from Portal. They don't know me from both. And I'm like, no, I do. I do. Hi. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> um, and... Uh, we, I remember talking to her about the animation for GLaDOS for a little bit, and then also talking to her about Red. Um, and I wanted to ask her about something more, but like a handler or someone was like, hey, we have to go. Um, Ding dang. So, so she had to leave. And then I was, and then for a while I was standing back in line. And then um, there's this girl and she walks through the door and she has on these really cute, uh, shoes that have like the Muppets all over them mm -hmm. and um I looked down I was like oh I like your shoes and then she says thanks I like your shirt I was wearing a cookie monster shirt and then I looked up and passed her and there was her father who is Brian Henson <laughs> oh uh-huh and he and he goes I like your shirt too <laughs> okay hello uh-huh um <laughs> Yeah, and then he, he walked past me. It was him, his daughter, and his wife. And um, his wife, I can't remember her name right now, but she was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She was one of the female characters. She's a yeah. famous actress. Anyway, um, they walked past me into the main room, and I'm just like, 
going feral. Like I can't speak <laughs> my brain, my, I, I have selective mutism and my brain would mm-hmm. shut off of just like, okay, you can't speak now. And I remember hitting my mom cause she was like getting tickets and I was hitting my mom and I was like, mom, mom, mom. And she goes, what? He goes, Brian, Brian Henson. <laughs> she goes, where? <laughs> he complimented me. Ah. Um, and then, <laughs> and, and then uh, someone else walks in, and it <laughs> it was Leslie Carrara Rudolph. Oh, hello! <laughs> yeah, and oh, I d- I forgot to mention I had I have this dog puppet that I've had for ages, and he was with me. Uh, and there were a bunch of people also who had their own puppets. Uh, there was there was a woman there, and I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but she had her own Fraggle puppet that she made. Mm, that's really yeah. Cool. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Leslie immediately spots my dog and she asks if she could puppeteer it. And I go, uh-huh. So I take, <laughs> him, I take him off of my hand and I give it to her and she puts it on. She, she moves it around a little bit and um, she makes my dog talk to me. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy. I wonder if she's using the same voice that, She's gonna use for um, Tango. Oh, Tango that she used for my dog. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, my dog's name is Rufus. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I and I remember um, when she took him off and handed him back to me. She goes, "That's a really nice build." And I went, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh huh. Thank you. <laughs> um, I didn't get her autograph then. I got it later, mm-hmm. but I'll get back to that. Um, and then the ceremony started. So all of the Henson kids were there and their grand and, and their kids. So Jim's grandkids and yeah. uh, Steve was there with Kermit. The people at the front desk, this lady was really mean to me and she wouldn't give me my press badge. So she was like, you're not press. And I'm like, you have my press badge. You have it. You're supposed to give it to me. <laughs> and she wouldn't give it to me. Um, so I didn't get to see the actual ribbon cutting of the grand reopening. So I didn't get to see Kermit. Yeah. But then later uh, a different person behind the desk was like, you're supposed to be press. This is your name. And I'm like, yes, that's my name. And he gave it to me. So it was fine, but I did miss the like thing of the ceremony. Anyway, (laughs) back to it. So, um, we all, all of us are basically funneled into, there's this big, huge, uh, like archway and and it's really it looks like a theater it's so cool and on one side is the Jim Henson exhibit and the other side is the puppetry of the world exhibit which is also really good and I love it and I uh talk about it constantly um and um oh I forgot to show you my uh Fran when she signed it she says to Maria good luck fellow puppeteer Fran oh yeah um, and so we, we start, uh, going into the exhibit and I've already, you know, been in the exhibit by this point, but everyone else is in awe. But right before we get in, uh, it is, it is Steve Whitmire. <laughs> Steve Whitmire is right there. He's there. And he's right there. And, um, for the moment my selective mutism decided to stop and I could speak and, at one point, my, my mom, like, pats me on the shoulder and she says something to him, like, oh, she wants to be a puppeteer, too. She knows everything about the Muppets. And he goes, you do? 
and goes, yeah. And um, I, let me get to the specific page. <laughs> On this book, I have everyone sign this book, which is um, the Muppets character encyclopedia. Mm. And let me get to it. There we go. Okay. I got it. So um, I, on the Muppet character encyclopedia on the Rizzo page, I asked him to sign for Rizzo. And he said something like, oh, don't you want me to sign for Kermit? And I said, well, no, because Rizzo was your first speaking character and your wife, Melissa, uh, before you guys could have clothes for rats. She's the one that made all the clothes for Rizzo for season four and five of the Muppet show. But technically your first uh, character you ever spoke as uh, was a character in Alice Cooper's episode where he bangs on the door and he was like, what? He was like freaking out that I knew all this stuff. He was like, what? <laughs> well, yeah. Like that was the moment where my brain decided, okay, you can talk and you're going to say everything you ever know. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he put for Maria, love Steve Whitmire. And then he wrote, he had a signature for Rizzo, which the R in Rizzo looks like a peeled banana. <laughs> Same. um so yes and um i almost got a picture with him but then his handler was like you have to leave (laughs) (laughs) so i didn't get a picture with steve so then we go into the next room and i see uh heather henson and her uh her son that's exciting. And yes, and, and I, I talked to her. She is so sweet and very tall. Like she got Jim's jeans. Like both Jim and Jane were very tall, but yeah. she's the tallest out of all of them, I think. <laughs> she's so tall. Um, but on here, whenever she signed, she said, Glad to see you at this fabulous opening, Heather Henson. That's right nice. there. Yeah. And then um we went through and Okay, I'm going to spoil a little bit. There's this puppet of uh, Miss Piggy. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh, that's great. And then I hear a voice behind me goes, that's not the right boa. And I turn around and who is saying that? But Bonnie Erickson. Oh, hello. (laughs) The designer of Miss Piggy, who's made her outfits for decades saying that's not the right boa on Miss Piggy. Um, And then there's a part uh, at a different part. It was still at the center, but there was a part where we could ask her a bunch of questions about designing puppets. And Mm. at one part, my mom was like, do any of the puppeteers like make fun voices when they're not puppeteering? And she just flat out, she was like, no, not really. And then I, I just was like, oh, so I'm the weird one. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and it did make the room laugh. And mom hates when I tell that story because she's like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, no. Um, but I got her autograph and it says, enjoy Bonnie Erickson right there. Oh. Um, yeah. And my mom does think that uh, Piggy was just made like after Bonnie she's like Bonnie and Piggy are the same they're they're the same people I'm like I don't I don't think so um and then <laughs> later on there uh, one of the guys he's basically um 
he he was helping press talk to specific people like he was like hey here's the director of the center as a whole you can talk to them as a quote and all that and then he was like hey there's a few people you haven't met yet come here and so he takes me down a hallway and then there's cheryl henson and her daughter (laughs) hello (laughs) yeah yeah so um i talked to cheryl henson for like 10 15 minutes that's crazy. it was a while yeah it was a while uh, and um, she was so sweet, and I was like, I wanna, uh, I I wanna work at the Jim Henson Company one day. And she, uh, literally, she took me by the shoulders, and she says, "We'll we'll glad, uh, we'll gladly have you when that time comes. <laughs> Not if that time comes, when that time comes. That's and sometimes." So nice. That quote is the only thing that's keeping me going. I'm not lying here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, her daughter, who uh, apparently was, like, younger than me at the time, also got the Henson jeans because she was taller than her mom. She was taller (laughs) than Cheryl. And Cheryl's, like, 5'8". Oh, my God. Yeah. And and, uh, Cheryl asked me how old I was, and I told her how old I was at the time. Hi, Rigby. Hi. (laughs) She's just here for all of the ass slappings in the world <laughs> all of the pets and ass slaps um and she asked me how old i was and i said my age and he goes oh um my daughter like her daughter was like two three years younger than me at the time and i was like oh you're so tall <laughs> and, her, and her daughter's like i know <laughs> um but cheryl put for maria keep on puppeteering cheryl henson Aww. Yes, and then, <laughs> and then when I get, I go back to the exhibit, and um, I look, <laughs> and I see two people who are married, and I see Stephanie DeBruzzo and Craig Shevin. Hello. Uh huh. And um, I do need everyone to know, my mom doesn't know who any of these people are. She kind of knew Steve, but not really. She'll know names once I tell her who they are, but she doesn't know them by seeing them, unlike me. Mm -hmm. Um, So all I said was, oh, gosh, it's Stephanie. And my brain didn't tell her, oh, yeah, and her husband is Craig Shemin. My brain (laughs) didn't tell me to tell her that. So we go over to Stephanie, and I was like, hi, um, I'm such a huge fan. I love your work. Avenue Q is one of my favorite musicals. Um, I, I got to perform as uh, Lucy during a, a puppetry camp, basically, and, and I um, love your version of Kate and Lucy. They're my favorites. And also, I love your work with Sesame Street, and I just think you're a wonderful performer who deserves more recognition in your work. And um, she got a little teary-eyed, and that made me get teary-eyed. Oh, no. And, yeah. And we had, like, I'm not joking, it was, like, 15, 20-minute conversation. And mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of it because there were just stars in my eyes of just, like, <laughs> wow, I'm talking to Stephanie DeBruzzo. Wow. <laughs> and um, at one point, whenever I asked her to sign my book, uh, she was like, sure, but don't you want my husband to sign it? He wrote it. <laughs> oh, I like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I know. I'm just, I, I, it's you and my brain's not working. I know he wrote it. Hi. I'm also a huge fan of your work, too. 
And my mom didn't know anything. And she and she she hates when I tell the story again because she's like, I was so embarrassed because I don't know any of these people. (laughs) Yeah. So Stephanie wrote to Maria, keep on keeping on and spreading joy through your art. Stephanie DeBruzzo. That's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. But we had a very long conversation and um, she's uh, taller than I thought she was. I guess it's because John is so tall and my brain is like she's regular height but no she's pretty she's like the same height as her husband and they're like five eight um and then craig shimon at the front of the book next to his name by written by craig shimon puts to maria enjoy the muppets and this book best wishes craig shimon and then next to fozzy fozzy's picture he put waka waka (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um uh, fran brill was also there she was there for a little bit she she wasn't there as long as everybody else was uh, so I did talk to her again, and she recognized me. She was like, oh, you were here yesterday. I was like, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I didn't get, and they, uh, Fran was about to leave, and someone was next to her, and they, they were leaving together, and they were talking, and they hugged. And I didn't get his autograph, and to this day it hurts me, because oh, no. Ryan, it was Ryan Dillon. <laughs> Oh man! Ryan Dillon, yeah, uh, Ryan. Literally, uh, from what I've heard, Ryan Dillon was in there five minutes and then out. Like he was like, "I gotta Jeez. go." <laughs> yeah, because he was working on something. Because he was yeah. busy. Um, but I remember like tr- like running because the building is huge, mm-hmm. and I was I like was running downstairs trying to get to him to get his autograph. And by the time I got to where he was, he had already left. That sucks. Ugh, it sucks. But he was there, and you can see on his Instagram that he was there because he posted a picture. Yeah. Um, but it sucks. And um, I also have uh, <laughs> Brian Henson. At one point, he was walk. He and his whole family. It was him, uh, and like he has like three kids and his wife, and they were just like coming out of the center and walking down the street. And uh, my mom was like, I hadn't got his autograph, and. Um, my mom's like, I can chase him down with a book. I can do it. I can get his autograph for you. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's okay. And then uh, Aretta Baumgartner, again, an educational director at the Center for Puppetry Arts, mm-hmm. love her to death for everything that she's done for me. Uh, she got this signed. It's it's over on my wall. Uh, it's a uh, Jim Henson's Labyrinth poster, 30th anniversary, and it's signed by Brian Henson. So cool. Yeah, she got that for me. So I'm I'm very uh, thankful to her. Yeah. Um and then uh <laughs> the entire time Leslie is nowhere to be seen because Leslie is in a specific room squared off by herself with a specific puppet named Abby Cadabby. Oh. And Abby and Leslie are are talking to you know a bunch of fans and kids and stuff. And um, the same guy that was help that helped me see Cheryl, he was like, "Hey, come here." Uh, and he, he, he's like, "I'm not supposed to do this, but you know more than what's on the walls here. <laughs> so I, you deserve this," <laughs> which is insane. That he helps me with this, and I, I don't remember his name, but I remember his face. And if he still works there, hi. And if you're listening, hi. Thank you so much. <laughs> you don't know how happy this made me. Um, but I, I went in, into the room with Leslie, and um, she was, there was a bunch of kids before me, and she was so nice. 
uh, with them and she worked well with, with them. And I was the last person she saw that day. So I had a, like a 10 minute conversation with her that I barely remember. And there, we took some pictures, which are all on like my mom's old phone and, you know, on Facebook and stuff. And maybe I can get them to share a few. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I remember Prairie Dawn, you expect her to be tiny because of how tiny she is compared to all the other characters. Mm-hmm. You don't expect Abby Cadabby to be tiny, but Abby is so small compared to what you think. Like, I know everyone's like, when I see the puppets, they're so much smaller or bigger than they are on the TV. But, like, Abby is so tiny. Like, Mm. she's, like, the size of my head. I'm not joking. She's tiny. Yeah. Um, But I talked to her for a while, and Abby was really cute and adorable, per usual. Mm -hmm. Um, And Leslie was so nice. And at one point when I asked Leslie to sign the book, I was like, I know it's hard because you have a puppet, but do you mind signing my book? And she put Abby over her shoulder like this. So it looked like Abby was taking a nap just (laughs) over her shoulder. And she took her hand out and she wrote, she put, to Maria, joy to you, uh, Leslie, Carrara Rudolph. And then as Abby, she put, follow your heart, Abby Cadabby, with a bunch Mm -hmm. of hearts and and stars and exclamation points. (laughs) Yeah. Did she Um, bring Lolly? Um, she didn't, but I, I had a version. I it, I no longer have it because it turned to toast. But I had a mm. version of Lolly uh, that I had in my bag that I showed her, and she loved it. it it's not I... like ex- exactly the same as Lolly, yeah. but but she was like, "It's so cute. You did so good." I'm like, "Thanks." I <laughs> love Lolly so much. Lo- have you seen her um, one woman show with Lolly? It's I on haven't. YouTube. I need to watch it. Everyone go to Leslie Carrara Rudolph's YouTube channel and go uh, look at uh, Leslie's one woman show. It ha- it features Lolly a lot and it's really funny. It's really good. And it <laughs> has a lot of um, Sesame people in it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then after all of this craziness happens and I'm still reeling, um, Aretta, she uh, like puts her arm around me. And she goes, I want to show you something. I go, okay. And, and all this time, I'm still taking these 14 pages of notes uh, <laughs> because I'm thorough. <laughs> and um, she takes me upstairs, and uh, you, you, there's three floors, and the first two floors are open to the people, and the third floor is where all of like the people that work there like have their offices and everything. <laughs> And she takes me to one of the rooms that's a storage room. And she opens the door and surrounding is just a bunch of like boxes and bags. And it's just full of Jim Henson puppets that are like rotated on display. Yeah. And but I couldn't see all of them because they were all in like boxes and stuff to preserve them. But in the corner, he takes up the entire like ceiling to floor is junior gorge (gasps) (laughs) and like you can see the wires from his face from the gorg vision like they're kind of coming out of like where the face plate is and i just remember pointing at junior and just going "Eh, it's him (laughs) and already going i know it's him i Um, love junior I love Junior, too, and apparently it was one of the original Juniors, and they couldn't have, like, a bag or a box for him because he's that big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, crazy. 
Yeah. And um, that day was so amazing and it lives in my head rent free. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, all the stuff I want to say would be like spoilers for the exhibit, and I don't want to spoil that. Yes, please. But I do. Uh, but I do want to say I, I went over to the uh, world of puppetry uh, portion, and uh, there was a, a man with Bonnie Erickson. I'm assuming it's her husband, mm -hmm. and she was pointing at, at everything. And um, <laughs> he, there was a specific. Uh, there, there's a bunch of puppets from Leica. And uh, he pointed at it and goes, I know that one, <laughs> just really quietly. It was very funny, just like, I know that. Like a very old man looking at a, at a puppet from a paranormal, a paranorman, <laughs> just going like, I know, I know him. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, and, oh, also, um, my friend Oliver, who at the time, huge fan of Leica, he now works there as a stop motion animator. That's um, so cool. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I remember messaging Oliver being like, I'm going to get you pictures of these Leica puppets because I know you can't come. Uh, and he's like, you better. <laughs> and by, by the time uh, that I finally got over to that side, my phone had died. And, or my phone was like at 13% because after 15%, it won't let you take pictures and stuff. It'll only let you make calls. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom's phone had completely died. So I went up to a random stranger. I was like, ma'am, um, can I borrow you your phone? I want to take pictures of these puppets, but my phone is dying. <laughs> and um, she was very gracious. And she was like, okay. And so I took the pictures and then I sent them to myself. So then I could send them to Oliver. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny of just me sprinting, being like, my phone's dying. No. <laughs> um, and... Oh, my mom always tells this story of how there's these two old men that were uh, sitting down in the middle of the ex Jim Henson exhibit. Were and they one Statler of them, and Waldorf. Hold on. One of them says, uh, like, we're old enough to uh, be those puppets now. And my mom was like, they're the real life Statler and Waldorf. They are. <laughs> she fully believes that they are the real life Statler and Waldorf. That's so good. Yeah. Um. But there was just, I, I'm also just looking through my notes to see if there's anything else I missed because that day was insane. And what I'm telling you is so bare bones because my brain is working in overdrive. <laughs> it sounds insane. That was, I'm so very lucky, but it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, Kelsey Fritz was the... Uh, uh, director that I talked to and mm. got a quote from for the um, thing. Oh, here's uh, Henson Kids, OMG, Brian Henson, Bonnie Erickson, Franz Back, Steve Whitmire, Rolly Krusen, Ste uh, Leslie Carr Rudolph, Stephanie DeBruzzo. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> just writing what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, and also there's just a bunch of notes that I have here of like what I was going to make jokes for for the article. <laughs> um yeah give me a good joke oh well during the it was 20 it was november uh 14th 2015 and that was whenever um the muppets abc sitcom was premiering mm -hmm. but it was before camilla was back and uh so one of my jokes was like well we know where camilla went she's at the center for puppetry arts beautiful <laughs> yeah um 
yeah, a lot of them I specified if they were a display puppet or if they were an original puppet. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and, and I do want to tell a story of I, I went there before it was remodeled, uh, whenever it was much smaller. And uh, <laughs> I went through a, uh, a tour and this is me fully flexing. I've been flexing this entire time, but this is me fully flexing. <laughs> Um, literally every single thing the tour guide was saying, like I already knew, or there was something else I could add on. And at one point she brought me up from the rest of the tour group and she's like, do you want to uh, explain what a whatnot puppet is? And I explained what a whatnot puppet is. And I explained every single thing like relating to a whatnot puppet. Like this is what an anything Muppet is. And it's different from a whatnot puppet is. And this is what a fraggle is. And that's different from a fraggle, but they, uh, its name was similar because they, they took inspiration from it. I'm like, I'm going on and on. And she was like, okay, okay. She, she literally just put her hands up. She's like, "Okay, you can stop. You can stop." <laughs> um, she chose the wrong autistic person because the Muppets <laughs> are my special interest, and I will info dump at the drop of a hat. Like, if you're like, "Hey, Maria, do you remember this one uh, IMB, uh, IMB meeting film from 1964?" It's like, "Of course I do." Blah 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 blah. So. Also, the um, the I, I just want to say it was so much fun, obviously, and yeah. there's so many things I wish I could say, but I don't want to spoil the actual exhibit for anyone. Um, but I, I will say you'll just notice some really great things. Uh, if you're a super fan, it, even if you're just like a casual fan, uh, all of it is a treat, and there's just so many amazing things. Um, I'm very excited to go visit. I cannot wait to take you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Disease. <laughs> what? Are you um, gay or something? What? Me? What? Hello? So, yeah, that's. That was my trip. And then I, I literally sat down and, and wrote the article. The next day, I think I it it came up on like the the sixteenth, I think is whenever the article was released. Uh, and also, that was a great birthday present because my birthday's on the nineteenth. So yeah, yeah, that was like wow. I don't need anything. I don't need a present <laughs> this year. I have it. Um, it's in my brain. It's in my brain. I still love uh remembering Rolly Kristen's face and I was like I'm your fan me I am it's me <laughs> and she's like oh great <laughs> um so yeah that that was an amazing time and I'm so very lucky so thank you uh Jared Faircloth Mother Mindset and, and obviously Aretta for having me and Aretta's the sweetest and she mm -hmm. also said something similarly to Cheryl at one point of just like, if you ever need a job here, we're always open specifically for you. And I was like, oh, Aww, that's so yeah. nice. Literally, I've been wanting to work there for years. And the only reason I haven't is because it, it's in Atlanta and I can't rent an apartment in Atlanta. It's so expensive. It's so, so expensive. But if I could, I would be there again. Also, drop of the hat. Yeah, me too. Um. Maria Sprout roommates win. <laughs> Curse the distance. Curse the distance. <laughs> one day. One day, definitely. Definitely. Um, 
should we should we do Q and A Q&A stuff from the yeah. uh, Twitter? Since um, I, I I my story, it's not that it ran short. It's just I'm leaving out details. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up. For people who don't know, we we ran a thing to get some extra questions here. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. And we had a few responses. Just a few. Just a few, just in case. If you're not following us on Twitter, why not? <laughs> That's where you're going to get that primo content of us asking for content. <laughs> Our our first question is from the Nick Fan Club, who asks, "Which Muppet do you think enjoys your favorite vegetables as much as you do?" Oh, that is a question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, my favorite vegetable is a carrot. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess you know the Bean Bunny is kind of obvious. Mm. Um. How about Benny? Also, Benny. Benny is obvious. I love him. Same. I feel... I don't know why, but I feel like Walter would love a good carrot. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know why. Um, hmm. I have so many favorite vegetables. I really <laughs> like avocados. Really mm-hmm. love broccoli. Spinach is really good. But I miss all of these, all of these are going to be answered by that one lion in Sesame Street that just eats vegetables. Oh yeah, yeah there's no obviously. other Muppet that loves vegetables yeah. as much. Veggie Monster doesn't exist. No. My dog barked when I said Veggie Monster. <laughs> she knows. She knows that he does not exist. Curse. And anyone who says that he does is lying to themselves. Right. Yeah. Um. Danny Exist Six asks, so a recent study found that there really aren't that many songs about rainbows after all. Your thoughts? Well, would we say it's a recent study? I mean, <laughs> the the line there are so many songs about rainbows was written in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And at that time, how many songs were written about rainbows? I would wager that from now, from you know, 1979 to now, there have been more songs written about rainbows than there was before 1979. Can we count Pride songs? I think every Pride song automatically is part of a rainbow song. So there's a lot more rainbow songs than... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what... I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like songs before 1979 that were rainbow. There's somewhere over the rainbow. Yep. Um, were the YMCA guys a thing before 1979? Because all of their stuff automatically is rainbow. The village people? Yeah, the village. I can't think of words today. Yeah, the any song by the village people immediately is a rainbow song. Um, I'm looking it up. Okay, thank you. Let's see. Also, Rolly Crewson's uh, Instagram is just a picture of birds out of her window, and I think that's great. They they started doing stuff in 77. 
There we go. Okay. So at the time we had somewhere over the rainbow and the village people. <laughs> and then the rainbow connection. So Macho, I, I have to wager. Macho Man Alone came out in 78. There we go. I'm we have a lot of we have a lot of rainbow songs. <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> Um, Vampire <laughs> Complex asked, what zodiac signs or personality types do you think your favorite Muppets are? Ooh, well, here's the thing. One, I'm a bad lesbian. I don't really know anything about Zodiac. I don't either. And <laughs> That two, was Mary. Yeah, that was just Mary. Um, all I know is just my own, which is Scorpio, and apparently that means I'm supposed to be a bitch. Um, but and every time I tell someone I'm a Scorpio that knows about you know zodiacs and stuff, they're like, "You're not a Scorpio. You're so nice." And then after they become my friend for a while, they're like, "You are a Scorpio. You're a bitch." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> thanks." Question mark. Why are you my friend? Uh, um, so I don't really, I don't know anything. I don't personality types. Uh, I only know about INFP. Because that was what Jim Henson was, and that's also what I am. That's what I am. <gasps> oh, INFP. I wonder what Mary is. Good question. So I'm just going to say uh, all Muppets are INFP, except um, except for Rizzo. I don't know what he is. <laughs> he doesn't believe in personality types or Zodiacs. He's very anti-Zodiac, I think. All I... All I know about Zodiacs that was quite hilarious is Lily likes them a lot. She thinks they're fun. Uh-huh. And um, one day she was like, what are your things? I was like, I don't know. I'll look it up. And I was like, I'm, I think it was like Sagittarius Sun. Yeah. Taurus Moon. <laughs> Gemini Rising. Something like that. And she was mm-hmm. like oh my god, it makes perfect sense. I'm like, that makes perfect sense? What's happening? That, that makes sense to you? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I, I want to say, if, if anyone here likes Zodiac, anyone listening, we're not like trying to be mean to you. It's no, just we just don't, don't know anything just, about it. Yeah, we just don't know any. I'd love to learn. It's just sometimes information doesn't want to go into my brain. It's just all of the information in my brain is puppet facts. Right. That's the only thing Same. up there. I was about to say something really gay. Oh, do it. Do it. The only thing that's in my brain is public facts and and Sprout. Aww. That is gay. Yeah. (laughs) Keep that in. Keep it in. (laughs) Yay. Um, So, yeah, I don't know anything about Zodiacs. I'm so sorry. Um, I feel like Kermit would definitely be INFP, and that is simply Mm -hmm. because he is literally Jim's Muppet Sona. That's yeah. that's that's kind of canon at this point. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, Jim and Kermit are the same. So, um, our next question is from our very own Mary. Oh, hi, Mary. We miss you. And she asks, why? Well, you see, you had to go on hiatus <laughs> for your own personal reasons. So we decided instead of all of us going on hiatus that we would continue the podcast. Um, and then some stuff happened, and now we're here. 
Does that make sense? I don't know. Okay. Um, my answer for you, Mary, is why not? My answer is gay, gay, homosexual, gay. Fair enough. Every time I say that, I am imagining Scooter. <laughs> not, well, it's, uh, Scooter in general, but also Scooter during a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. <laughs> you know the one. I know the one. You know the one. It's so true. Okay. So true. So gay. I want to thank um, Brian Henson for coming <laughs> up with that. Um, um, next is from our friend B. Hi, B. And she asks, what's your favorite form of potato? Tater tot, french fry, baked, roasted, etc. Well, um, because of my chronic illness, potatoes are one of the only things I can eat right now, and it's the only thing I've been eating for three years straight. So I love all forms, but right now I could really go for some fries. I love mashed potatoes. I do too. I do you like them with skin in the potato or no? The texture's weird. The texture is weird. I'll eat it if need be. <laughs> Yeah, I just like plain mashed potato. No yeah. no peelings. Yeah. I do love some cheese in it, though. I can't have cheese anymore, again, because of my illness. And I miss making um, uh, cheese uh, baked potatoes. I, I miss them so bad. Yeah. I make the best baked potatoes in the world. And that is I my don't. personal opinion. You can't cook. <laughs> is the thing. And I say I that with all of the love in my heart, but you cannot cook. I try. I really you, do. You definitely do. You definitely try. <laughs> do you succeed is the question. Sometimes. No. <laughs> you burn water and you scramble pancakes. I really do try. At lunch yesterday, you burned your boiled eggs. How? I did do that. How? <laughs> she can vouch. <laughs> I can. I can vouch. Uh, um, our next question is from Richard. Hi, Richard. <laughs> Your baby. <laughs> he asks, how did you get in contact with each other slash meet online? I don't think you've talked about it. Um, okay, so Mary and B were doing a bunch of spaces mm -hmm. uh, because they were casting their uh, Jim Henson biopic. Mm -hmm. And this was before the actual one was announced. This was just a hypothetical. And one day I got on there and I was, you know, giving suggestions and stuff. And then uh, after like three or four times of it just being us three, then Sprout, you came along and did one. Mm -hmm with us and then from that we all became friends and then we started talking about doing this podcast together yeah so when yeah. we say in the biopic episode this podcast wouldn't exist without that biopic it's yeah true. us literally wouldn't exist without that biopic which is insane to me true. <laughs> that's insane that's so funny um we have two more questions okay Our Next one is also from B. Hi, B. Who says, 
Who's your favorite Taylor Swift slash Muppets enthusiast? I think I know who it might be. Ah. Is it Mary? <laughs> is it uh is it Freddie? No, Freddie doesn't really like Taylor Swift. Freddie likes um Aliyah. I don't know who that is. Um she was a singer. Maybe I'm getting her name wrong. I'm bad with people, so I wouldn't be surprised if I just don't know. Yeah, same. Um, who is, I mean, I know my friend, no, my friend likes One Direction, so it can't be Morgan. Is it my friend Lily? No. My friend Lily doesn't really like the Muppets. Hmm, I can't, I'm not thinking of one. I don't know. Shit, does, do you think she means herself? Maybe. That's so that's so cringe, bro. I'm posting <laughs> it in my cringe compilation. Cringe is dead. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I'm joking. It's you. You're great, B. You're a great friend. And our last question is from Chloe, who asks, mm-hmm. which puppeteer do you think would have been your best friend in another life? Oh. I like to think it would have been either Richard or Jim. No. I just because go ahead oh I was just gonna say because I uh have like that crazy energy that that Richard had but I also liked the eye of like uh minutiae and and different stuff uh with you know directing and puppeteering that Jim had so I like to think either um Jim Henson or Richard Hunt but that is just me wishing I um I don't know if this is a I think we'd be friends as much as a I wish we were friends because they're just a cool person. Eric Mm -hmm. Jacobson. Eric's so cool. I would love to be friends with Eric Jacobson. Eric has like he does the coolest stuff. Right? Like he plays D&D. He has Mm -hmm. like murder mystery dinners at his home Mm -hmm. that he hosts. Yeah. He's so cool. He's such like a cool nerd. Yes. Which is what I aspire to be. Yeah. Same with Peter. And then I could also meet his sibling, Jacob Jacobson. (laughs) That lives at Disneyland. (laughs) I love this lore that we're creating (laughs) that Jacob Jacobson lives in Disneyland and Eric Jacobson is just nowhere to be seen. (laughs) Eric Jacobson's busy planning murder mystery parties. Yeah, and playing D&D. Jacob Jacobson lives at Disneyland. Jacob Jacobson has never picked up a a pair of dice in his life. <laughs> He's too busy picking up puppets for Disney. Are we creating a conspiracy theory <laughs> where Disney has cloned all of the puppeteers <laughs> and are making them work at the Disney parks? Is that how they keep Muppet Vision running? I think that's how it is. It's just clones puppeteering. I just thought of a very bad joke. Oh no. You know that the the crazy conspiracy theory of Walt's frozen head? Oh no. What if they cloned Jim Henson and and Jim Henson is working Muppet Vision 3D? <laughs> Jim Henson's clone is the one that Where's the Sweetums costume that comes into the theater? 
god, we're the dumbest. Uh. Oh my goodness. Um, I think Halosha had a had a um question, but I, I don't know. Uh, that was their question. That's Chloe. Oh no, I th I saw another one, but maybe she deleted it. Maybe. I don't know. Gosh. Oh, I made myself red in the face over my dumb idiot joke. <laughs> okay. That is all of our questions. That is all of our questions. Let's see. Questions. Um, yeah. So when's that date to the uh, Center of Puppetry Arts? Happening? Um, yeah, when's our date? Okay. Okay, well, I'm See, still moving. I currently don't have money, and you currently don't have money. <laughs> yeah, neither of us have money, and I'm still in the process of moving. So, maybe, long shot, maybe sometime between November and December. <laughs> and that's a really, if we both have money, and that's a really right. long shot. And it could be for both of our birthdays. Oh, so it could I be between that. it could be between the nineteenth and the fourteenth. Yes. Yeah. Was that a good question? Did I do it right? It a, you did a great question. Thank you so much. Um I'd also I'd love to go again because I know that they switch out the puppets constantly. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see what they have there now. I need to get some Muppet clothes before I go. Muppet clothes? Yeah, I don't have any like fun shirts. Oh. I want a fun I shirt. have a bunch. I have a bunch. I have this Kermit shirt that I love. It it has him, he's lying down, and his head is like on the front of the shirt, and then his whole body wraps around me, so his legs are at the back of uh, on my back. That is fun. Yeah. And I have the electric mayhem walking down um uh Abbey Road. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a yeah, I have a bunch of Muppet shirts. At one point, my in middle school, my closet was only Muppet shirts. I'm not exaggerating here. And the only have... reason it's still not is because I grew out of them. And um, a lot of Muppet stuff doesn't fit me anymore, sadly. Disappointing. Yeah. I have a bunch of Disney clothes. Does that count? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, maybe. I, I can just go wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. You literally don't have to go there wearing like any. I want to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I have a bunch of pins on my backpack that I could give you if if you want to I have do, Muppet stuff. I do have my Big Bird backpack. There you go. And I do have my Fraggle Rock pin. There you go. But I want to be more fun than that. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um. Oh, at the time, they also, I don't know if it's still there or if it's changed to Age of Resistance, but they also had a walkthrough area for um, uh, the Labyrinth. Ooh. Yeah, and you could take a picture, and it, and it looked like you were stuck in the Labyrinth. It was fun. That is fun. Yeah. And um, I, I've shown you that picture. Yeah. And... Uh, but I think they might have changed it for um, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Mm. And I know 
on Halloween every year, um, they do costume balls where you can dress up as uh, puppet-related characters and stuff, and they um, give out awards. The one year that I went to, um, excuse me, one year that I couldn't go to was the year that um, my friend did, and she w dressed up uh, in the big white poofy dress um, from uh, the labyrinth. Mm. Yeah. I think I found when we're going on our date. When? For that specifically. Oh, oh okay. Halloween? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. I still don't know what I'm going to go as this year. Usually I know by like June or July because mm -hmm. I usually make my own costumes and they take a while. But yeah. I have no idea what to do this year. I don't know if I'm going to do Halloween this year. I didn't do it last year, but that was because, you know, COVID yeah. one, but also yeah. two, I was really sick. So I couldn't even, even if I'm not going anywhere, I do still like to dress up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if the world is doing okay, which I'm not too sure of. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear an old costume because I've made a lot of costumes. Yeah. Eventually, you know, those uh, cosplays that are like object head cosplays. I want to do a TV head so bad. I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to you. make... Um, yeah, because that's what my robot Sona is based off of. Stop. Stop. It is. Literally, it is. one of the things I want to try to build in robotics is a computer head. Hell yeah. That's what, that was literally what I made my robot Sona off of last... No, no it was two years ago now. It was two years ago now. Oh, um, time, time moves quickly. It does. Um, We're just getting older, dying faster. Muppets! <laughs> but Muppets live forever. Oh, I was thinking about it because we were talking about things that we built for cosplays and what we put the most work into. Yeah. I think it was my snuffkin. No. <laughs> this is how ridiculous I am. I thought, okay, I want to wear this to a convention. I want to mm -hmm. learn harmonica so I can play music like Snufkin. And then I thought, mm -hmm. well, let me see if there's anyone with tabs or something. And I found some tabs for what are they called? The chromatic harmonicas where it has a slider. Yeah. There wasn't any regular harmonica. So I was like, all right, I'm going to buy that one and teach myself. Ended up buying an antique harmonica from the 19, it was either the late 20s or the early 30s and refurbed it oh. for oh this goodness. cosplay. So that's the most work I've ever put into a cosplay. I refurbished a harmonica. I had to add new reeds. I cleaned all the metal. I had to glue the wood back together because it was split. Oof. Wow. Instrument refurbishment to my list of things that I've done. Um, <laughs> and also all that paint that I had to learn how to do. Would you ever try to do Calamity Ganon? I would love to do that. I just, I'm just so small. I'm so small and Calamity Ganon is so big. It's true. And also I don't have money at the moment. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, That's the real killer. Yeah. 
Uh, we should probably talk about something on the Muppet, like Muppets, before we go into Muppet struggles, because this is a Muppet podcast. Have you ever done a Muppet costume for Halloween? One year I was Janice. One year in oh. in middle school I was Janice, and I thank you. It was like specifically her like season two, season three outfit, where like it was the pink uh, shirt with the jean mm-hmm. skirt. And the big like platform uh, sandals and the hat with the um, I can't think of the name. Ost- not ostriches, peacocks. The peacock feather, mm-hmm. um, and all that. And I had a guitar, and nobody knew who I was. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Okay, I have a fun. I have a fun idea. So with this book that has all my signatures in it, it is the Muppets Character Encyclopedia. I'm going to name uh, a Muppet and see if Sprout knows who they are. Okay? Oh no. I have a feeling I'm going to be really bad at this. Afghan Hound. I know the name. It's, um... Are they the one that's kind of like Baskerville, but lighter in tone? Like in fur tone. Uh, I mean, kind. No, I know what you're talking about. Basically, she's sort. She's kind of built like a like a boa, and she's white. Let me mm-hmm. get to her. Here. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Andy and Randy. Oh, they're they're we're in uh, Muppets tonight. That's what Piggy's nephews. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, really dumb. Very dumb, and I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should know this one, Sam and Friends. Well, yeah, it's the first Hudson thing. Yeah. Do you uh, know any of their names? No, I know there's okay, Sam, well, there's... and I know there's Kermit. Yes, there's also Yorick. He's a little uh, purple thing that eats everything. Yep. And then there's uh, Harry the hipster. <laughs> yeah. Um, Angel I... Marie. I know that name. Uh huh. Where do I know this name from? Twitter. <laughs> um. Do you want me to say? Do you give yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, Angel Marie was in Muppet Treasure Island. I've only seen that movie one time and I was very inebriated and dormant. There's Angel Marie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip the ones that are like obvious, like Animal. Disappointing. <laughs> okay, do you know Animal? <laughs> I do. Okay. Annie Sue. You should know Annie Sue. I, I definitely know Annie Sue. You know Annie Sue because I will not stop talking about her. <laughs> uh, you mentioned him before. Baskerville the Hound. Yeah. Cute puppy. I love, I love Baskerville. I want him back. Yes. Uh, also, you should know this one. Beaker. It's a duh. Yeah. Um... Do you know what his uh, favorite? Um, oh no! Wait, no, that's Bunsen's. Never mind. I'll tell the story when we get to Bunsen. 
Beautiful Day, which is one of my favorite background characters. Um, I is is that the 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 I know the name and I can kind of vaguely see the face in my head, but I can't describe it. Okay, do you know what color he is? I might just be thinking of Big Mean Carl because I'm thinking blue. <gasps> no, you're right. He's blue. Yeah. Yes. He's Beautiful Day Monster. And one of my favorite things about Beautiful Day Monster is that he was shown many times on The Muppet Show and many times on Sesame Street, so much mm -hmm. so that even after Disney bought The Muppets, they still used him on Sesame Street occasionally. So technically, we don't know who owns Beautiful Day Monster. I because he is technically a resident of Sesame Street while also still being a, a part of the Muppets proper. Yeah, I know him from Sesame Street just because I don't yeah. know a lot about Muppets. Yeah. And I, I'm on a Muppet podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know a lot about Sesame Street and, and Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Big Mean Carl. Of course I know Big Mean Carl. Yeah. I love the picture of uh, Peter Linz inside his mouth. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It is um, fun. Bobby Benson's baby band. Sadly, I know this cursed thing. <laughs> oh. Cursed. One of my favorite things on this page is... There are six members of the baby band, and as the babies grow up, they're quickly replaced. To oh. date, there has been about 1,489 former members of Bobby Benson's baby band, many of whom have gone into politics. What is this, baby metal? He <laughs> <sighs> won... Okay. Bobby Benson is the conductor and guardian of the baby band that bears his name. He won the contract of the baby band in a poker game and has handled their business affairs, musical arrangements, and diaper changes ever since. Wait, okay. <laughs> so if he's the guardian, what happens yeah. when they outgrow the band? Well, it says that they're quickly replaced. I know, and then but many are they just... of the former okay. members have gone into politics. Okay, first of all. Do people just donate their children to be in this band? Are they his sons and daughters? Or do people, are people like, hey, you know, you'll make us money. Here's our child. And then once they are out of the band, do they just give them back to the parent? Or if it is his children, does, does he raise them? I, okay. <laughs> if we go with, he gives them back to the parent that's one thing but if we go with they're his children that means he does have a partner of some sort that will also help raise he could have multiple partners maybe people he donate could. eggs for the cause and then raise the children Egg? later we can't get into this <laughs> this is a muppet podcast <laughs> how are puppets made well, someone has an idea for a sketch, and then someone else has to design it, and then someone else has to build it. It's not, you know, puppet making is very hard to do, unlike human making. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking of the fucking what was it, Colbert? Oh, yeah. With Frank Oz. With Frank Oz. How <laughs> just Frank's response. What? What? Okay. Um it's funny. Bobo. Yes, I know Bobo. He dates Deadly. He he and Deadly are in love, and he has a tween daughter, uh, and that's actually canon. Well, we're not sure about the Deadly thing, but him having a tween daughter is canon. <laughs> um, but there is a picture of Deadly and Bobo together right here. Well, which, what do you fucking know? <laughs> what do you know? Um, they're in love. Um, Brewster. All I can think of is Animal Crossing. And I know that's not right. No, that's not. I would love if this Brewster was in Animal Crossing, because that's very Jim funny. Since Animal Crossing win. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Whether it's just Animal Crossing with Muppets or Animal Crossing characters as Muppets. I want both. Just give it. When um, are we getting that DLC pack? <laughs> With Brewster, not the coffee Brewster, this Brewster, <laughs> the Muppet Brewster. Okay, so uh, Brewster was a character, it was one of Dave Gold's first uh, original characters. He was a wise old man, and he was in the Muppet Valentine show pilot, uh, and he was very strange, and I, I'm not the biggest fan of Brewster. Uh-oh. It's fine. Um... Bunts and Honeydew. You know, I don't think that one rings a bell. Okay, I do want to say <laughs> one of my favorite things about the book is that his favorite invention is the edible paper clips, and the reason why it's his favorite invention is because it's Beaker's favorite snack. And that's oh. so gay. That's <laughs> really adorable. gay. That's adorable, and that's gay. <laughs> um, Clifford. Yeah, Muppets Tonight. Yeah. Kevin Clash, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, and he's often on his phone talking to his baby, say, mm -hmm. saying he'll be home soon. And yep. I do remember a lot of people at the time and in the early 2000s always made that like Skeeter or some other woman. And then I do remember at one point someone goes, you know, Kevin Clash is gay, right? You can make his characters gay if you want to. <laughs> Stop being homophobic. <laughs> I remember that thread. I remember that thread on Muppet Central forums so That's clearly, so and it funny. makes me laugh every time <laughs> I remember it. It's like, you know, you can make characters gay, right? <laughs> um, Clueless Morgan. Is that another Treasure Island character? Yes, that was one of Bill's first. Bill Beretta's first characters. How did I remember that from the movie? <laughs> I mean, Clueless Morgan has a, a lot of uh, screen time in Treasure Island. I don't remember anything in that movie. <laughs> Literally nothing. Treasure Island is one of my least favorites, and it's only because I don't like the actor kid. The, the kid that's being the main character. All I know about that movie is apparently Clueless Morgan. Mm -hmm. Um has Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry's great. We and love him. Kermit has a full chest tattoo of Miss Piggy. Which yeah. 
I made a funny on Twitter. Um, somebody was saying, "Drop ideas for a Muppet tattoo." I really want one. <laughs> I posted that. I saw that. It's very funny. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, uh, Constantine. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> the way he says that in the movie just kills. So good. Apparently, at the like the ending scene where he's um where he's being captured by the the, the police and everything, and and uh, uh the number two, I can't remember his name. I'm bad with names. Uh, Dominic. There it is. Mm-hmm. And Dominic's in the lemur suit. Apparently, um, Constantine says something, and uh, Matt had to go back and ADR it because they wanted him to say something else, and Matt didn't like that they had to ADR it because apparently he moved his hand in a specific way. Uh, that, and so he's like, the syllables don't match up. And I, and Eric, <laughs> Eric said, Eric said something like, only you notice that. Everyone else <laughs> is convinced. Anyway, um, the snowman. Also from Muppet Family Christmas. Yes. And played by uh, Richard Hunt. He is. He has a great singing <laughs> voice. So People don't talk about Richard Hunt's singing voice oh, enough, so and they should. Good. So I like I know everyone goes on and on about Jerry Nelson's singing voice, and I do too, because Jerry Nelson has the best singing voice, but Richard mm-hmm. Hunt's singing voice. It's I such totally it's agree. so theater. It's yes. so theater and I adore it. Yes. Um the Cratchit children, you don't know them because, again, Christmas Carol. But Robin played Tiny Tim. And he turned into a chair. <laughs> we, can't, we can't talk. We can't get into that. Okay, Crazy Harry. Yeah, Crazy Harry makes things explode. Yeah. Uh, Dog Is that Lion. Jerry Nelson character? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Crazy Hair was a Jerry Nelson character. Uh, Dog Lion? I love Dog Lion because he looks like he should be in Where the Wild Things Are. He does. (laughs) Oh, I I just forgot. I also have um, a signature from Bonnie Erickson on the Dr. Julius Strainport uh, one. I remember because... She knew it was the character encyclopedia, and she flipped specifically to Dr. Julius Strange's work, and she was like, I love him, and wrote, <laughs> Maria, thanks for being enthusiastic about the Muppets. Bonnie Erickson. That's so nice. That's so nice, yeah. So, um, Dr. Julius Strange's work, apparently Bonnie Erickson's favorite Muppet character. <laughs> um. I fully believe that Dr. Julius Strangeport has a thing for Link. You can't yeah, take that from me. I, agree. I fully believe. <laughs> Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. You know him? It sounds vaguely familiar. Uh-huh. Um, is it that one pair of teeth from Sesame Street? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> have Emily you seen Bear. that puppet? <laughs> I have. They're at all of the, the fucking teeth and the hyper-realistic nose puppet in Sesame Street are my sleep oh. paralysis demons. <laughs> I hate them. Oh. There's a picture I posted on Twitter where I was watching Sesame Street and it was uh-huh. that teeth sitting in a chair. So it looks like the chair just had this giant 
jaw hate it. teeth. Ugh, so bad. Um, Floyd Pepper. I think he's friends with Dr. Teeth. I'm going to strangle <laughs> you with my own hands. <laughs> no, I love Floyd. Um, I love, like, one of my favorite performances from Jerry Nelson was his cover of New York State of Mind with Floyd. I I love that one. I love um, Ain't Misbehaving. That's my mm-hmm. favorite one of his. I listen. It's, it's before he kind of found Floyd's voice, so it's a mm-hmm. mixture of his own and Floyd's. And so I, I love listening to that one all the time. No joke. I put it on when I'm, like, doing chores. Um, Fufu. Did you say tofu or fufu? Fufu. Fufu's piggy's dog. Yes. Tofu. Tofu. That's probably what Floyd calls fufu. <laughs> Um, you should know this guy. I don't, I, he's kind of ex- obscure, so I don't know. Um, Fozzie Bear? Yeah, that one's not ringing any bells. I hate this. <laughs> oh, um, George the Janitor, one of my favorite the, characters. The old man. Yes, the old man who is a janitor. Mm-hmm. I would think yeah. so with a name like that. Yeah. Janice. Stop doing this bit. I hate this bit so much. <laughs> it's just going to be dead air because nobody can see your face. <laughs> I'm not made Stop. for podcasting. You know who Janice is. I'm skipping. <laughs> Javas. Um, they, he, he's the one that is a big fat slug and keeps Princess Leia as a slave. I'm gonna oh, wait, no, you. You, said, you said Jawas. They sell droids on Tatooine. I'm going to break this cup in my mouth <laughs> and eat glass. <laughs> the Jawas are the, the little uh, pipe cleaner characters. <laughs> My dog is yelling. Stop it. <laughs> She's yelling at you. Uh, Johnny Fiamma. Of course I know Johnny Fiamma. Also another Bill Beretta character. It's like, that That man, not straight. Definitely not a straight man. No. If you do your bit that you've been doing this entire time, I'm leaving the Zoom. I'm le- no, this is not Zoom. I'm leaving the Discord call. Okay. This next one, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm gonna go feral. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. That's the um, that's that's the character that Steve Whitmire originated. <laughs> <laughs> I gave an answer. Sure. I did. Uh-huh. That's the character Steve Whitmire originated. And I left the call. <laughs> I mean, Steve did play him. Yes. 
originated? No. Yeah. Steve Steve started back with Sam and Friends. I'm going <laughs> to come through your laptop and smother you. <laughs> Please do. With kisses. Okay. Uh, Lenny the Lizard. Um. Nope. Mad Monty. I know that name. He's from Muppet Treasure Island. And he has a big top hat. Why is this the things I remember from that movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember a lot of their names. <laughs> uh, Manamana and the Snouts. Of course. Um, Miss Mousy. So I only know Miss Mousy because of the um, Muppet Show scripts bought on Twitter. Yeah. And how they constantly post that one episode. <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't know that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a great character, and I wish she was back. She was originally sort of supposed to be, like, a rival for Piggy. And even before yeah, that, he was... Piggy didn't like. Yeah. Before Piggy existed, she was supposed to kind of be Piggy, where, where she was, mm-hmm. like, Kermit's love interest. Yeah. Um, but then Miss Piggy came along and everything was thrown out the window because everyone loved Miss Piggy. Speaking yeah. of Miss Piggy. That was, uh, that's the Eric Jacobson character. No, you're wrong. It's a Jacob Jacobson <laughs> character. I'm so sorry. You're right. You're um, right. I'm a fool. Mulch. You're a fool. Mulch. That's the stuff that you put outside on playground. You're right. But also it's this gigantic man. Who is this man? He was in the Debbie Harry episode. He looks like like the, the face build looks like it would have been really good for a Frankenstein puppet. That's basically what he was. He he was supposed oh. to be uh the hunchback of Notre Dame mm-hmm. in the in the Debbie Harry ep- episode. Okay. Pops. Not a pig. From the regular show? We run a Muppet podcast. I, you know what I want you to do? After I read through this entire book, I want you to cut every single word I've said from this book. I don't want any of this to be on air. Okay. Just out of anger. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. You can cut some of it since we're going long, but it doesn't matter. Pops. From regular show, it's the only one I know. There's Pops from... He's the stage doorman of the Muppet Theater. <laughs> um, the Prairie do- Dog Glee Club. I got so excited for a second. Yeah, Prairie Let's Dawn Glee Club. Let's fucking go! Yeah. I love Prairie Dawn. Uh, no, Prairie Dog Glee Club. Nope. Basically, they were hired by Scooter to be a Glee Club, and then they just started stealing everything until they stole everything out of the Muppet Theater, including Kermit's collar, so he's naked for the entire episode. <laughs> That's beautiful. Boss, you're naked! Yeah, it's, yeah, he wears a bag over his head, and it's very funny. <laughs> um, Kwanga. Nope. That's just a gigantic gorilla. Mm. Um, Rizzo. Yeah, I know that one. That's that's the Jim Henson character. I'm gonna beat you to death <laughs> with a rock. I want everyone to know that this is in jest, and I would never do that. 
please. I need I everyone, want everyone to, know. to know that this is a normal thing that happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I mean me. Oh, you being difficult? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Gives me a challenge. <laughs> uh, Robin. So, Robin, I met one of the puppeteers that performed Robin. When? When I was in fifth grade. Tell me. So, her first name was Lisa. I can never remember her last name. And she came with someone else to talk about puppetry. And me, who was hyper fixating on the Muppet show at the time, exploded. Because <laughs> she said that um, sometimes she would puppeteer as Robin because she had the smallest hand on set. Yeah. And I asked so many questions, and I'm sure I overwhelmed her, but she oh. was very nice. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, Ralph? Or Rolf? Rolf. However you want to say it. I always called him Rolf as a kid, so I just Rolf. call him that now. I'd say both. It depends on whatever. Um, is, there, is there a correct pronunciation? No, because, some, because like all of Jim's characters call him different names. Okay. Um, and all of like Frank's characters, like I know Fozzie calls him Ralph, but like Piggy calls uh him like uh like a mixture of both. So it de- it mm. it depends. It doesn't really. You can say both. It just depends yeah. on your dialect and where you're I from. Call him Rolf, Rolf the dog. Rolf the dog. Um, this character is the character I named my uh puppet after. So it's Rufus. No. Yeah, and he's also know. a dog. He's also a dog. Yeah. Sam Eagle. Hmm. Sam is the one that talked about the Disney fireworks. <laughs> Another Jacob Jacobson character, yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone knows so we're just fucking around and we know the real shit here. Um <laughs> Scooter. He's a he's a gopher. Well, no, he's a he's a go for coffee, go for sandwiches, not a not a go for go. He's a go for. <sighs> Splurge. I know that name. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm just thinking of Surge, <laughs> as in the drink. <laughs> yeah, well, this is Splurge, and he kind of looks like Grimace. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he was in Hey Cinderella. Yeah. And he does look like Grimace, except he has one big tooth. Has anybody drawn the McNuggies meme with Splurge? Richard, (laughs) Richard, get on it. Come on. (laughs) Did I just have another cursed thought? You did, and I love it. Um, Statler. Sprout. (laughs) <laughs> no one can see your face this is the worst bit you could do for audio I'm, I you make me crazy and not in the fun way Some, sometimes it is fun but right now I'm, go, I'm just I'm going insane oh no 
I was trying to think of something witty with it. Uh huh. <laughs> um, um, he does movie reviews. Ah, <laughs> oh, Swedish. He chef. does. Yeah, the Swedish chef. <laughs> Beverly Plume. That's the turkey's name. The turkey's name is Beverly Plume. <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself through a window. Please don't. I won't. Only for you. Okay. The, the Swedish I'm chef. Like crying. It's... <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he cooks chickens. Uh, cut oh, that. Uh, okay. Sweetums. Sweetums is Richard Hunt. Uh huh. That's just that's just Richard Hunt. That's my answer. Okay. Uh, talking houses. Yeah, the the they would the garage. The eyes were windows. Uh huh. And yes. Yeah. Um. I know what I'm thinking. Dog. Yes, big big boy. Big blue boy, we love him. We adore him. Yes. Timmy Monster. That's what Robin turned into when he was like a chair in <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> Timmy Monster is a big walk around <laughs> character that uh, Dave Goals performed. <laughs> I'm going insane. <laughs> Uncle Deadly. He dates the bear. <laughs> yeah. Fozzie yeah. Bear. No, not Fozzie. Bobo. <laughs> Also, I love Uncle Deadly. He's one of my favorites. Same, same. Yeah. Okay, Waldorf. Uh, he also does movie reviews. With Statler, yes. <laughs> um, he also has his wife, Astoria, which is just Statler and drag. Yeah, that's um, not a wife. <laughs> Walter. Walter is in the show Breaking Bad. <laughs> This is a nothing podcast. <laughs> there's nothing. There's. I nothing. think you mean a whatnot pod podcast. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm going insane. <laughs> Speaking of oh, that would have been a good name. We could have called it the Whatnot Podcast. That would have been. Can we go back in time? <laughs> okay. Um. The Whatnots. Um. Extras build back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy them. At, you can buy them at FAO Schwartz. You can, if we ever want to do a, a different podcast that's not Muppet Fans Talking and it's just us, we'll call it the Whatnot Podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wayne and Wanda. Lavender marriage. Yep, same. Yep. <laughs> yep. Lavender marriage. Um, Zoot. Yes. Zoot, my boy, I love you. He plays, he learned how to put down the ducky. 
<laughs> I'm hitting myself with my own book. Hey, hey, I made a Muppet reference you for did. that one. You did. Thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> for doing the bare minimum for this puppet podcast. Uh-huh. And we've come to the end of the book. And it has all of the signatures. And <laughs> we're done. We're done with this podcast. <laughs> What's your Muppet struggle? I don't know why I'm so angry in this episode. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be angry. No, it's okay. It's It's the same energy as if Mary were here. Yeah. Mary, her spirit has taken over your body for 0.5 seconds. I had to bring some chaos. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm not what? actually mad. I need everyone to know because I did get a few DMs one time that are like, are you okay? It's like, I'm not oh, it's no. a joke. It's, I'm joking. I'm a, I like to make jokes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, my my Henson struggle, other than this, <laughs> has been the fact that the Jim Henson bad biopic account is not around. Well, they're gonna do other projects, so I am excited for those. But yeah, I was yeah. very sad when they announced that the project was over. Yeah, because they're so funny. As one of the funniest accounts that I follow on Twitter. And if you don't yeah. follow them, you should. So you can keep up with whatever they do next. And Obviously. also, just read the shit that they've written before. Frank Oz found it and was very confused. It was hilarious. I The day that Frank Oz found the bad uh, Jim Henson biopic account was so funny. <laughs> what the hell is this? What the hell is this? Um... <laughs> My um my Henson struggle is um well it, this was last week's before the craziness of last week happened yeah um but uh basically someone was talking to John Tartaglia on Twitter about Team Star Kid and I asked him a, a question about it of like hey is it true that you were supposed to uh, help do an off-Broadway version of their second show, M.E.M.D., and he laughed and said, oh, the rumors. So I guess that means no. Um, so so my... It was a struggle of last week's, so I technically I didn't have one for this week, but I, I don't think I could ever replicate the struggle that was last week's insanity. That was insanity. There have been a few where I have been getting messages from people who don't or not on Twitter, but did catch up to that episode. Of just like, huh? What? Hello? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? Any last I think, thoughts? I think we did it. We did it. Okay. I'm going to get to the ending notes. <laughs> I'm almost memorized them, guys. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. We miss you, Mary. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I want to thank at FireFerret93 on Twitter for our art banner for our Twitter and for our podcast. 
And I want to thank at Turning Two Stone on Twitter for our intro and outro voice acting. I also want to thank Sprout for being here with me on this episode. I'm sorry I yelled at you so much, dear. Um, and if you want to find us on Twitter, the podcast Twitter is at Muppets underscore talking. And if you want to follow Mary, you can follow her at Muppet Mulaney. If you want to follow me on any social media, it is at Nerdy Maria Mania. And if you would like to follow me, it is on Twitter at Palpoose Brown. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a Muppetational rest of your week. Bye! And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this. <laughs> That's all I can think of. That's all you can think of? Wow, <laughs> come on. Please. Think of something for me. <laughs> Please add content to this podcast for me. <laughs> 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 oh, you're killing me. You're actually killing me. <laughs> <laughs>